Yo, 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 what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? We at episode 41. Welcome back to the Corey Cash Podcast, man. Um, Shout out to everybody that's been hitting me with responses. I, I enjoy the um the receptions of the podcasts. I have, um, every, um I actually screenshotted everybody I want to shout out. I want to shout out Matt Gold. Matt Gold um, inboxed me, she inboxed me and told me that Effie's Episode 40 was a bold episode. I'm spitting gems and she agreed with you agree with me about feminism and and she's saying that now transgender agenda is being pushed and it will become total hell on earth to be honest. What I'm not really I'm not going to put her out there but that to really express or go into deep detail. Let me not say put her out there. Go into deep detail about what um took place in our DMs, but I want to shout I just wanted to read that to y'all because there's people that actually listen to the podcast and give me feedback and that's what I need. Um, she said my podcast is going to start the glitch because I'm dropping too much juice on my podcast and I'm speaking on some real shit as I should. I'm doing my job. I want to shout out Matt Gold. Then I want to shout out the, the working entrepreneur. He hit me up. He actually, um, put that he's watching my podcast and put it in his story. I want to shout you out. I'm going to just start shouting out what, whenever somebody put me on them, on, on their story of what, uh, listening to podcast, I'm shouting you out. I'm letting you know that now. So this is going to be a thing. I want to shout out TJ. You, TJ, you already know. TJ been hitting me up. Every time you see me in person, yo, when is the next episode? When is the next episode? I need to stop being inconsistent. TJ, get on my ass about that. I want to shout out Sky. Sky listens to the podcast. She always hit me up about the podcast whenever it drops. I want to shout out Sky. Sky, you know, shout out to you. Um, um, That's mainly it. That's all I could think of right now. But there's a couple of people that always listen to the podcast. Um, Oh, Vince Jamal. I want to shout out Vince Jamal. Two, she listens to the podcast. I know she listens, but she don't always give reception because, you know, she knows who Corey is. Like, she knows I'm mad, um, outspoken. She already know. Um, I want y'all to go follow the podcast's IG. I have, it's Corey Cash, C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H podcast. I want you to go follow that IG. Give that shit a follow because I'm going to keep the um, episodes on, on there, like, when I post episodes and shit like that. Uh... That's mainly it. I really want to get into the shits. I really want to get into the shits. Um, I seen that Diddy. I want to shout out to P Diddy. P Diddy. I really want to shout out Diddy. Uh, Diddy. Recently, he gave twenty thousand to Morehouse. Let's give a clap up for. <laughs> give it up for P Diddy, man. Let's give it up for P Diddy. But the issue I had was the response of the people on Twitter. All right, a guy goes on Twitter. Van Carlito, 2003. He goes, I'm sorry, but his net worth is $820 million. This is not newsworthy, and I don't care if people agree. The average cost of attendance in, is nearly $27K a year or more. That's not even a full year's tuition for a single Morehouse student. Now, agree or disagree, I don't give a fuck, right? But I have an issue, and this is like, I'm starting to see that black people put... They really partake in this sickness. Why do y'all open your mouths to speak negatively on a black person doing the right thing? Why are you watching his pockets to find out how much his net worth is for you to justify what's cheap and what's not? Or how much money should a person spend or donate to a school? One, you don't have all the information. You don't know what deals. Because even 50 Cent, I just found out 50 Cent gives money out. When he be like, oh, I gave you money and shit like that, or he give money to artists, and when he be do, doing that bullshit on Instagram, 
He be playing around, but he dad be giving these people money. And he doesn't want no light shed on that. He help people. A lot of people are like that. Kendrick does it to his old school. I found out a lot of rappers do that to, the, to their schools. They, they old schools that they went to, right? Why are you so concerned on how much? When you get your money, you don't donate. You don't give to the homeless shelters. You don't go give them clothes, the old clothes. You just throw your clothes out. Like, why? I, I, don't, I don't criticize black people on doing the right thing. And I can never tell. I don't have $80,000 to give anybody. So why can I judge Diddy on giving? I don't give a fuck how much he gave. He's doing the right thing as a black man, as a black person. Why are you criticizing him? I don't get that. I don't get that. That's a sickness. That's a sickness that you want to jump down somebody else's throat about what they donated. Like maybe he, he did a deal behind closed doors that's not publicized. That he gave even more, but he publicized this one. You don't know all the information, but you quick to jump down. Yeah, but you quick to jump down his throat about some shit you don't even know. Like, that shit bothers me. It, bo- it really bothers me when niggas think they know. But y'all complaining about black people helping <laughs> um, historically, historically black colleges. And they, they do it and y'all niggas got some shit to say. Let, and then let me get this straight because a lot of people don't say this. Just because you black and you make it as a uh, as an entertainer, rapper, or entre- any type of entrepreneur or making money, you're not obligated to give back. Stop doing that. Stop putting this. Stop putting these responsibilities on 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 on, entre- on people that have money that they have to give back. Did he don't have to give back? He don't have to give back to nobody. He did it out of his heart, or he did it as a sacrifice. It don't matter. He's doing the right thing. So shut your fucking mouth. Like, shut your mouth. Why are you criticizing that man? Like, when you don't do shit for your community. Like, I'm not about to see, I'm not, I'm not about to see somebody black do good and have some shit to say about them. And say how much they should have donated, nigga. Then if you would have gave them a million dollars, you'd have been like, that's too much. Shut the fuck up. Like, y'all just be talking just to talk, just to hear yourself speak. Black people, you got to shut up sometimes. Like, seriously. You specifically, you got to shut up, man. You know what the fuck you talking about? He not obligated to do that. He don't have to do that. That's one. Two, why you pocket watching? You went to go on Google and type in his man net worth to find out how much he... First and foremost, I know you don't know shit because net worth doesn't mean you have... That's how much he's worth if they sold him as a product. That don't mean he has that type of money in the bank. So, like, mind your neck, man. Mind your neck. Mind your fucking neck. Stop having, always feel like you need to jump out and speak about shit first just to look like an idiot. Or one, just to be the one that's going against the odds. Because you want the attention. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, bro. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Seriously. Um, as we proceed to give you what you need. Um, I seen on Twitter that Lord Jamar... Lil Jamal was saying he can't relate to women rappers. He don't fuck with women rappers because he doesn't, uh, it doesn't, hit, what they rapping about don't relate to him or resonate with him. Um, he's right. Like, we're not women. We're not here to understand what women go through. But I don't think to fuck with them because of that right. But what about for a female rapper is just nice at rapping? I thought that's what he was looking at. I'm not looking at her lifestyle and trying to relate to her lifestyle. I'm listening to the music and the lyrics and actually trying to get into what a female rapper, like, I want to, I want to know they, how they, how they brain work. When it comes to making music, I don't, I don't really like 
try to relate to. There's a lot of rappers that rap that I don't relate to their life. So if you're going to say that, then you can say that about male rappers. If you don't fuck with them, then that, then you have... If you don't fuck with female rappers because you don't relate, then you don't fuck with an Eminem. Well, he don't fuck with Eminem, actually. But you don't fuck with a lot of people that rap about, like, biracial, being biracial and shit like that. You wouldn't listen to those people because you wouldn't relate to their problems. So that would... That would what you what he just said would expand to a lot of rappers, but you ignorant. You just don't listen to female rappers because the first thing you heard out my mouth is pussy this and I pop my pussy. I fuck this nigga. Yeah, you, we what men say on the you don't fuck a lot of bitches, but men talk about fucking a lot of bitches. I don't buy bitches APs. I can't even afford a watch. From, I can't afford an Apple Watch. Why? Why am I relating? <laughs> I'm listening to future talk about buying bitches APs. So it's like. Sometimes you, I understand people. See, the thing is this. A lot of people got this perception and they like this, this rhetoric about them of not giving a fuck. But with the not giving a fuck attitude, you more than, I'm more than sure you're going to say ignorant shit like this. You're just going to just blur out ignorant shit. And then what's crazy is when you don't give a fuck, you got to say ignorant shit on purpose and then you got to rewatch you the cringeworthiness of you saying the, the I don't give a fuck shit. Then you got to stand on it. It's, but, you know, y'all too prideful to be like, nah, I was wrong for saying that. So, yeah, I got to stand on it. And y'all got to keep going deeper and deeper with the, st- the stupidity. And it's too late to get out. That's what I don't, that I don't give a fuck attitude is corny. It's super corny because everybody wants it. And y'all naturally not like that. Y'all give a fuck. Y'all give a fuck. But y'all try to act like y'all don't give a fuck. And, and it, it comes off as stupidity. Straight stupidity. Y'all sounds ignorant as fuck. Like ignorant. Ignorant as shit. Uh, I want to say this. Oh, I didn't even tell you this. This past Saturday. I want to say yeah. This past Saturday. No, not this past Saturday. Last Saturday, 7th, the 7th, I attended a, a, a rap battle event, right? This is my first time attending a rap battle event. It was free. I got the ticket up, up in August, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, up in August, I got the ticket. It was free. I went. The line was long. I stood for six hours. My feet was killing me. It's brief intermissions in between each battle. This is my first time at a URL smack event. This shit was... I enjoyed it. What made my night classic is that during the la- these niggas started fighting. They started throwing blows, my nigga. Murder Mook Snuff, Bridge Rawstein, they started brawling. And mind you, I'm in front of the stage. So I'm watching the whole fight go down. Like, these niggas was brawling. Calico took off his, his shades and snuffed the nigga. They was just brawling. I ain't ever gonna lie. It's a classic night for me because I actually. Got to, this is my first URL, my first battle rap shit, the professional ones. I've been to the low-key ones. This is my first professional URL event, and niggas was fighting. And it was Murder Moot that snuffed the nigga. So it, it kind of makes this night a classic, unfortunately. But, you know, they got to get it together, man. You know, hey, uh, words was exchanged. Not words was exchanged. In the beginning of the other niggas round, the nigga mentioned Murder Mook dead moms. And Murder Mook moms just passed this year. And I understood where he was coming from as far as, like, fighting. He felt some type of way. He didn't let it show. He let it show, but he never interrupted or, like...
there when while they was rapping, but it was a little shove thing, and he was already heated. Once the shoving came involved, he swung on the nigga, and when he swung on the nigga, it turned into an all-out brawl, and that was that was a classic night for me specifically. Because I actually watched that shit firsthand, and it was quite interesting for me personally. Um, uh, I also, what else? We got here. It's a lot of things. Oh, Rihanna being pregnant. Like I don't want to talk about Rihanna being pregnant. Um, I don't think she's pregnant. I saw her drink wine the same night y'all was talking about. She's pregnant, and it's like... Y'all just be dick sucking. Like y'all be doing a lot of dick sucking on Twitter. Y'all wanna do y'all wanna be involved in what everybody's involved in. And it's annoying. Like y'all just be doing a lot of dick sucking, a lot of assuming. Y'all more invested in like rappers life than y'all invested in y'all into like shit that's important. Like you can't tell me with slavery in, but you could tell me you're on the birthday. Like y'all 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 more invested in that type of thing. And it's it's stupid and ignorant, like. Why y'all care if Rihanna's pregnant? Like, she should be 30. She should want a child. Like, why y'all worry? Why y'all so pressed? Why we got to know you pressed? Like, can you stop dick sucking? Like, seriously. Seriously. Y'all doing too much. You're hanging off of her shit. Like, if she's pregnant, so the fuck what? So what? Why I got to know? I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. Um. Oh. Did y'all see the Ti versus Candace Owens thing? I didn't watch the whole panel. It was a panel that did, another P Diddy thing. He hosted an all black panel, but you jumping out his neck for giving eighty thousand. He hosted a panel in Atlanta. It was about like black excellence and us talking about where we got to go further. It was Killer Mike, Candace Owens, uh, Ti. A couple of other people that I really don't know, um, and I thought it was it was it was quite interesting that we was having this talk in front of people and dropping some jewels and trying to move forward as a collective in front of like black people. Like I just thought this was a very important conversation. And during during um, the conversation, Ti, they are you know how people wear the MAGA hats and they said make America made again. Make America great again. So, T.I. asked Candace, Candace Owens, when was America great? When, what er, and whatever was America great that we're trying to replicate? And she was trying to get to um, her point. During her point, I think it was a good question because I don't view America as being great. America history, if you just remove black people, America has no history. What you got, the Boston Tea Party? Like, that shit is trash. You, you got slavery. Slavery is the main, like, ground on American history. It's slavery and wars. So it's all about fucking people up and killing them. <laughs> like, America has no great history to me. The only... The one greatest thing is that we had a black president. Like, that's top five of... For black people, that's the best thing we probably had. A black president. America has no great history to me, personally. It's just wars and slavery. You feel me? It's just dead-ass wars and slavery. But, all right, let me get back to the point. He asked her what and what era was America great that we're trying to replicate. And she's 
began her answer. She um, started to say that slavery was everywhere. He cut her off and she was like, I didn't even get to my point. He said, you already started your point with some bullshit. Yes, you started your point with the bullshit. Why, if you... See, when you're talking on the panel, right, you got to watch what you minimize, right? Minimizing slavery is insensitive. Don't say slavery was everywhere. When we have pictures, museums, mental and physical... Showings that are in 2019 that affected our people 200 plus years ago. Don't minimize something like that because this is what uh, y'all are on the panel because we're not in power because of slavery. So slavery is why y'all on the panel. We wouldn't need an all black panel if slavery didn't exist because equality would exist and we wouldn't need that. They're all white events, but they're not all white events in speaking of what we can do as a white community. Slavery is what made that panel happen. So don't try to don't ever try to minimize slavery like it's not a big part of America. It's not a big part in making America. Like it's not a big part in It's the elephant in the room. It it it, it really started this racism thing to where us as humans, we look at white people different and they look at us different. And we never, we barely like coexist with each other. Not knowing that we really need each other just as humans. Because white people can get in spaces that we can't get into. And that's why you have, but you have white people that understand the history and understand that they were wrong and that's willing to work with black people. But then you got to understand, they need us for the creativity and the, and the actual um, the creativity of things and, and the knowledge of things, the common knowledge of things of like um, living in neighborhoods that are poor and stuff like that and like where the creativity comes from. So we, they have the, the access to that and we got the access to the power. And to, if we actually got together with white people, we would actually be in better positions if we worked together. But this is why the panel existed. Don't ever try to minimize slavery and, and, and push it to the side as, it, as if it's something that needs to be minimized. This is it, it's, it's the same reason why you own an all-black panel today trying to drop jewels and figure out what we can do as a black community to move forward. You can't minimize something that... It's, it's, it, a lot of bad came out of slavery, but it's a lot of good because we have we proud to see other black people do good. You know what I'm saying? We proud to see a lot of, a lot of black people succeeding in today's day, because we came from a bottom. We started at the bottom. Like, as a human race, we was in a 50 yard dash, and white people was already at the 15 mile line. 15 mile line. Like, that's how I look at race. If we're talking race, it's really a race. Like, yeah, you talk about my skin color, but it's like really a race. And white people have uh, is always ahead of us. Let's stop trying to fight for equality and just work on ourselves. Now, don't take that wrong because everybody's going to try to flip. Somebody might hear this podcast later and say, you said this dumb shit. Let me correct and reiterate what I'm trying to say. And I'm trying to say is like we have problems at home. that, we, Like I said on the last part, we have problems at home that we got to take care. We can't keep sitting here. When I say equality, like we be sitting here blaming the white man. We know it's a system, a judicial system that's not built for us. That's not like in our favor. So let's try to stay out of these jails. Let's try to do with our freedom. Now we physically are not enslaved. We mentally are enslaved. We mentally acknowledge that we are enslaved. We're slaves of money. We're slaves of clothing lines. We're slaves of music. We're slaves of many things. Let's try to get 
our, use our freedom and utilize it while we got it. Because this is what the people before fought for us. Like, this is why I'm trying to say you couldn't minimize slavery because if it wasn't for the people that existed into slavery and it ending of us fighting and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and that type of stuff and them speaking on that stuff, you wouldn't have, the lady Kansas Owens wouldn't have the right to speak on a panel. She wouldn't even know English. She wouldn't even have the right to read or write. So you cannot minimize slavery. Like, that's why Tiak said you starting with some bullshit. Cause you tried, you said slavery existed everywhere. It didn't exist. It existed everywhere in different ways. They used the Chinese to build roads. Yes, they enslaved the Chinese to build roads. But are are the Chinese whipped and beaten on camera? Were the Chinese hosed, hosed because of their skin color? Were the Chinese denied of reading or any education because of their skin color? And I'm not trying to say we better than them, and I'm not trying to say we worse than them. But I'm just saying these things are videotaped and it's photographs of. The effects of slavery during and after. You still have police brutality. Like, you cannot minimize slavery. And that's the, I feel like that's ignorant to minimize something that's so significant to America and black people and white people. You cannot minimize that. And that's what I wanted. That's mainly my point on what I wanted to get out there about that. I got to watch the whole panel. When you get a chance... Try to um watch the panel. Is uh let me see if I can find it for you. Well, I can't click on the video, but I it's, it's with Ti Killer Mike Kansas Owens. I want y'all to uh check that out and watch the whole thing. Um, I also want to get into um uh, people being mesmerized by. Kalani and YG's relationship. Um, I don't give a fuck. Stop showing me that they're in a relationship because I'm disgusted. Cause it's like y'all like to call men out on their shit, like on Twitter or social media, but y'all don't call women out on their shit because y'all love them. Um, Kalani just had a baby by somebody else, but then she's saying that she's been messing with YG, but then she was in a relationship with Kyrie, and then she was in a relationship with Party Party Next Door, and y'all never called out on that shit. The Kyrie shit just happened. Because Kyrie been on the Boston Celtics for two years. That didn't happen when he was on the Cavs, if I'm not mistaken. This shit just happened about a year or two ago. And then Heidi, she just had a baby. Y'all don't want to call people out on this shit. And I'm disgusted. Because I've seen Kalani on my timeline more than I've ever seen her in my life. Like, seriously. I'm really disgusted. Because the things that y'all approve by people y'all like, is y'all don't call them out. And that's why we become yes men to a lot of people and we don't correct niggas' wrongs. We sit there and let niggas do whatever. And then when they get out of control, we want to start saying, oh, they're crazy. No, y'all been yes men. And that been the fucking issue. Stop being yes men. Kalani looks crazy with YG. They're a cute couple, but I'm saying... The events, or I don't know how it happened, if they've been messing around, it sounds and look crazy. It looks fucking crazy. It looks fucking crazy. It looks nuts, my nigga. It looks crazy. And y'all y'all don't wanna y'all don't wanna speak on it. Y'all don't wanna speak on it, man. Y'all don't wanna speak on it. Um, we're gonna take a brief intermission. I'm a, um introducing the podcast right here. The Strokecast Podcast, check out. Check this out. All right, all right. Back from the Strokecast Podcast app. Um, I mean, app. Strokecast Podcast. 
check that out. Uh, I, I, all right. I just want to get into a segment, and I really want to know, and I want women to hit me up because this is. I might go on a rant or something like that, but I really want to know this, bro. Why women suffer from accountability issues? Like, ladies, I really want to talk to y'all specifically. I want to zoom in on y'all and talk to y'all. Why women suffer from accountability issues? Like, why y'all don't like being wrong? What's wrong with being wrong? Like, you think God made y'all perfect? Or pure? You think y'all not supposed to make mistakes? Why y'all scared to be wrong? Why do y'all take it as like you're almost dying when you're wrong? Us men, we just want to hear, my bad, I'm sorry, I'll make it up to you. And we want actions to follow by that. I don't want to beef and argue with you about you being wrong. I just want you to say sorry. And make it better. I don't want you to dig your hole deeper. I just want you to make it better. See, the thing is I found out, I find, and a lot of women, that's common. Y'all don't like the idea of a man being more mature than y'all when it's a fuck up. Like, when a man could go, my fault, I apologize, it won't happen again. It kind of bothers y'all that the nigga's dead serious about it and never happening again. Like, no, seriously. And I like a lot, a lot of y'all women gonna feel me on this because it's gonna it's gonna really touch y'all. Yeah. Y'all don't like when a man's more mature than y'all because y'all learn through science that women are more mature than men. I think y'all are more mature than us in some instances, but when it comes to like being wrong, y'all like to dig y'all hole deeper when it comes to accountability. Y'all want to say sorry after the fact. And then y'all sorries come after arguing. Or back and forth. Or a debate about you being wrong. See, I think y'all take being wrong, and I don't, maybe I don't get it because I'm not a woman. Y'all take being wrong as coming with pain. Y'all don't like, y'all don't like. See, y'all say y'all submissive. But y'all don't like being wrong to be put in a submissive state when you have to do anything for a man to get him back. Y'all don't like that. See, a man could do that. I could be wrong and try to make it right with my girl and do everything it is to make it right with my girl. I could be put in that position. Women don't like that. Y'all afraid of the responsibility of being wrong. Because y'all have no solution for being wrong. And then, a lot of y'all, not trying to be funny, a lot of y'all like to take the easy way out. And what I mean by the easy way out is, y'all try to like give a nigga sex as an apology and that doesn't do nothing. Because the nigga is still wrong. And we, a lot of us, I'm telling you, a lot of us men just want to hear, I'm sorry. I'm going to make it up. I won't do it again. Instead of the bigger interview, I, I guarantee you, ladies that are in relationships or dealing with a man right now, I guarantee you, if you fuck up and you say that, he'll look at you different. See, y'all don't like the, I don't think y'all like the fact that men are more mature than y'all when it comes to being wrong. 
And then, like, on not, it depends on how detrimental the wrong is for men. Like, if we cheated, like, that's something that, like, y'all put us through hell to get back in good graces of y'all. And niggas fight through that storm. A lot of y'all women cannot fight through the, through, the, through the storm of being wrong. So why put yourself in the position to be wrong? See, nobody's perfect. We all going to make mistakes. And men acknowledge that. Y'all not perfect. But y'all have this perception of y'all being good people. And y'all think that because you're a good person, that you don't have a toxic trait. And your toxic trait is accountability. See, this thing, this accountability thing, it applies to a lot of women. In the 90%, y'all suffer with accountability issues. I don't get what's wrong with saying I'm wrong. Actually, for me, it's a part of maturity. For me, when I go I'm wrong first, I don't give the that's not giving the person the opportunity to even bash me for being wrong. Cause I acknowledged it first. So now it's accountability. Oh, he's a man of honor. He's a man. Like he said, yo, I fucked up. Alright, I won't do it again. And then the nigga don't do it again. Now, don't get me wrong. You don't have all men don't follow those rules. All men don't follow, don't live by those codes. But I just want to know, like, I just want a woman to even hit me up. On IG, you can hit me up. Corey Cass, C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H-1. What is wrong with being wrong? And why are y'all prideful with accountability? Why are women even prideful, period? Like, I really have a question, and I know a lot of y'all going to be like, damn, he's really talking so... Nah, seriously. Seriously. I ask myself this question because I just don't ever see women just when they fuck up with a dude. Even this. When we dating y'all and we getting to know y'all, the boy, you always, y'all women always explain that the nigga fucked up. But what did you do that caused him to fucked up? Don't get me wrong, niggas come, niggas do come as fucked up niggas. Men do come up as, they come fucked up. But what did you do to initiate or start the wrongdoing? What did you do? Where's the accountability? Y'all always putting it on men. That's like, it's scary. Like, it's scary for me. Because if I say, like, I'm publicly in a relationship, right? And I, we break up. The whole Instagram going to think, I caused the breakup. I cheated. And we got to wear that hat as men in any situation. And then we got to be silent because if the girl cheated on me, I can't publicly let y'all know that because I would get clowned for that. I would be clowned for being vulnerable. So it's like, where's the accountability? I'm not seeing accountability and maturity of, yo, I fucked up. I used to do petty things that made him seek other women. Or You got to understand it's more than a relationship than being faithful. Like, that's the thing. That, that's what y'all base your whole relationship around. Y'all think because y'all faithful, 
that you the good girlfriend. That don't make you a good girlfriend. Communication makes you a good girlfriend. Accountability makes you a good girlfriend. Compromising makes you a good girlfriend. Supporting makes you a good girlfriend. Y'all think just being because you're not fucking somebody else and entertaining other men that y'all good girlfriends. A lot of y'all are naggers. A lot of y'all come with insecurities that make men not want to deal with y'all and push y'all to a point that he don't want to fuck with you. He do things to try to find out, find a way to escape till it's when it's nasty and it's toxic. Stop basing your, your good girlfriendness on being faithful. It's more to it. Ask your man how is he feeling mentally. Do you know the things we we been through? Like just like when I'm talking to a woman, I'm very cautious. Like women, like if you're dealing with a woman that's been raped, I wouldn't make a rape joke. Or I'm very concerned about her mental health. What about us? Like y'all gotta ask men about their mental health. You gotta ask men how they feeling. A lot of us is suicidal. It's more to being a good girlfriend, bro. Stop thinking because you faithful. You a good girlfriend. That shit is not, that shit is not, not only that, and I, I said this the other day to one of my mans, we was having a conversation about dating. When we dating, why the fuck do we, the purpose of dating is to get to know a person. You, you, you take it to initiative, you're trying to take the initiatives or take it further because you like this person or you have very heavy interest in this person. Why the fuck do we find reasons not to talk to people? Like, you, like women go through niggas' Instagrams. Like, I see this comment, this bitch. I see this. Why are you finding reasons not to fuck with me but claim you want to fuck with me? That's another thing y'all got to stop doing. Mental, you got to be like, oh, so now, yeah, these niggas in your comments. Why are we finding, like, why in this era are we finding reasons not to talk to the person that we are currently interested in that we already invested time in? Why are we doing that? That shit is stupid. Technically, even if y'all dating, that person is single until y'all get into a relationship. They could do whatever they want to do. Now, if they, they, gotta, they can't hide it, they got to keep it a buck. But why we do this? Why we look for reasons not to fuck with somebody? Why we say we in a, why we say in a relationship with somebody but then find out, or point out all their flaws? But claim we want to fucking be with that person. This relationship shit in 2019 is crazy. It's really crazy. Because social media frames on how the relationship is going to go. You got hopeless romantics trying to link up. And then when they... When, like, I feel like this. Like, women look at love as a fairy tale to me. Like, it's nothing wrong with looking at it. Like, because we all watch the same Disney movies. And I'm trying to be funny. Y'all have this perception of love going a certain type of way, right? And then when it doesn't, like, y'all have this huge expectation. But you got to understand, expectations are eternal. You're not sharing that you want this is what love look like in your head. You don't share that with the man. So when it doesn't go that way, y'all tend to fold. And when y'all fold, it tends to crack down on us. Because it's not going the way you perceived it in your head. We're not taking you to that, to that imaginary place where you're a princess and you're a queen. And a lot of y'all want to get treated like princesses and not queens. That's another thing. A lot of y'all want to get kissed on the forehead, kissed on the cheek. Like, y'all want things that princesses get. That queens don't care about. 
So y'all still living in an immature world. This immature Disney world that you think is supposed to happen. You think your relationship is supposed to go like this because you watched this other girl on Instagram do it. Not knowing that they got issues. Y'all have this perception on love that can become a reality, but it's just far from a reality on how y'all planning to get there. Because when y'all really like a nigga, y'all give him all at first. Y'all don't make a nigga earn it to where he gets becomes vulnerable to and want to go to that fairy tale area, that honeymoon area. Y'all give him y'all all, then y'all burnt out. Five months. He like you more than you. He, he like you more than you like him. Y'all have this weird possession of love, like seriously, and it's a fairy tale. I'm not saying being in love is a fairy tale or loving somebody is a fairy tale. But the way y'all view it, the way women view it, because y'all think ahead of men and y'all think futuristic. And that's another thing. Y'all go so far in the future that this nigga's thinking about now. Like my man said, my man said, like, yo, when you're in a relationship, a girl want to know what you think. Like, a girl want to know that you think about her. Like, we don't think about, not that we love, don't love our women. We don't think about our woman at the job. And it's not purposely. It's just men, we live in a moment-by-moment moment basis. Like, yo, shit, bro, I got to pay this bill. How the fuck am I going to get this? I got to do this. I gotta, how do I make her happy? We're not thinking what y'all think. We're not thinking like, I'm not at my job thinking about what my girl's thinking now. Y'all so futuristic and y'all got this perception of how things should go. And it doesn't go that way. Or you're not taking the right steps to get there. Y'all want men to come affectionate. Y'all want men to come vulnerable, but that's hard. That's not easy. Like, that's not easy. It's a buildup. It's a chemistry. It's a chemistry. And this is what I mean by accountability. Like, what about if a woman just took the... I took the time out to tell a man, like, look, I got love look like this in my head. And and then y'all could talk about it. Because a lot of you, a lot of these relationships end due to women's expectations. This is facts. This is facts. But you know. I don't know, man. I just, I just, I, I want y'all to look, like really chime in on why women don't take accountability. Um, due to the fact I'm doing a podcast by myself, I'm gonna keep it short because I know niggas' attention span is not for an hour. <laughs> I want to just provide a, a, a podcast. Period. I just don't want to leave y'all hanging with no podcast that's trash. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram, Corey Cash One. Um, hit me up, follow the Instagram page for the podcast, Corby Cash Podcast, C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T on Instagram, follow the page, um, hit me up, I need to hear the receptions of this podcast, um, get back at me for episode, we're gonna be on 42 next time, yeah, but peace, holla at y'all, man, one.